circle of nature around us. Circle of nature within us. Circle of nature informs us. Circle of nature guides us. Greetings. This is Selena Fox. Welcome to the Circle of Nature podcast, where we explore ways of connecting with nature, natural processes, and nature spirituality. Join me now for explorations in spiritual cleansing some ways to select and work with ceremonial tools, herbs, incantations, meditations, and rituals for dispelling what no longer serves, for healing, for renewal. Spiritual cleansing is an important part of living. And in particular, it's an important part of spiritual life. Some forms of spiritual practice that benefit from spiritual cleansing. Meditation, trance work and inner journeys. Healing and wellness practices. Life changes and transitions and personal and group ritual. Let's explore some methods and tools for spiritual cleansing, as well as the range of circumstances that benefit from spiritual cleansing. Spiritual cleansing may go by a variety of names. It might be called ritual, purification. Particular forms of it may have their own name, such as aspurging when using water, sensing or smudging when using incense. What these various methods and processes have in common is that there is intention and action focused on cleaning a space and clearing away what is not needed, what does not serve for participants. Spiritual cleansing, it, it can be a ritual in a, itself. But usually when somebody's talking about spiritual cleansing, it's in connection with a series of spiritual practices. It may be something that prepares for an inner journey or some ceremonial activity. Typically when it's part of preparation, it is done immediately before the ritual or practice begins. Sometimes spiritual cleansing also happens in the midst of a ceremony as well as at the conclusion. Spiritual cleansing, in addition to being something specifically connected with religious and spiritual practices can be an added dimension of daily life. Many of us have routines for daily cleansing, washing our face, brushing our teeth, taking a shower or bath, personal hygiene things, well, in addition to these routines to keep ourselves clean and healthy, adding a spiritual dimension 
as we are engaged in these practices, expands the work that we're doing. And spiritual cleansing can be a dimension of activities with different types of housework and reorganization. Certainly having the intention not only to have housework chores done, but having a ritual dimension to it that involves spiritual practice and cleansing spiritually enhances that as well. Cleansing around, cleansing within, cleansing around, cleansing within, cleansing around, cleansing within, cleansing around, cleansing within. This is a chant that can be used as part of spiritual cleansing work. It's just one example of working with voice, words, melody to enhance spiritual cleansing activity. And that simple chant does hold the basic concept of what spiritual cleansing is about. Typically, we're not only cleansing the space around an area where spiritual activity is going to be taking place or is ongoing, but we are cleansing in an inner self dimension within ourselves, not just the environment, but cleansing ourselves and this Chant can be done as we seek to focus our attention and our intention on the spiritual cleansing activities. Purification of ritual places is done in a variety of different ways. Even in established sacred sites, which are dedicated to spiritual activity, it is a good practice to freshen those places up to periodically do some spiritual cleansing work. And taking part in one's personal rituals, doing some type of cleansing activity as one gathers items and gets prepared for a ritual not only clears away any toxicity and stress that you might be experiencing from daily residue or other things happening in your life, but it is a way of focusing your awareness and beginning the ritual itself by really building momentum, clearing the way for the magic to happen. Spiritual cleansing can be done as preparation for a variety of spiritual activities. In addition to meditation, some do some form of sacred movement practices such as yoga. Some find it essential for going into deep meditative states. It might be doing dream incubation. It may be journeys to the underworld or the other world or the upper world or the middle world, depending on your frame of reference and spiritual tradition. In connection with celebrating sun and seasons, doing spiritual cleansing as one prepares for festivities, for a Sabbath ritual, for a celebration, clearing away and freshening things up to maximize 
the celebration, the rituals. Also for lunar rites, whether it be at the new moon, waxing moon, full moon, waning moon, dark moon, a lunar eclipse, lunar rituals also can benefit from spiritual cleansing activities as preparation. Another important type of spiritual activity are rites of passage, life passages. Everything from birth, coming of age into adulthood, uh, baby blessings, marriages and hand fastings, coming of age into elderhood, senioring rites, croning, saging, and then at the end of life, as one is in the process of crossing over after death, as the body is being prepared um, for whatever celebration of life, funeral or memorial happens. And of course, there are other types of transition processes where we ritualize home blessing um, as you come into a new home or as you're leaving one home and moving your household to another location, another really um, powerful time to do spiritual cleansing work. I work with the pinnacle in a variety of different ways. And I'd like to share with you now the pinnacle of spiritual cleansing. I'm going to work with the five elements of nature and I'm going to share about spiritual cleansing from each of these elemental forces and their associated realms of being. I'm gonna be using what's known as the alchemical sequence for the elements, earth, water, air, fire, and spirit. Earth cleansing. This is physical cleansing. And when one is doing spiritual activity, it's important to declutter the space, to get rid of any physical debris, Sweeping a place, vacuuming a space, scrubbing a floor, um, all of these are ways of preparing a space with an earth cleansing dimension. One symbol and ritual tool connected with earth cleansing is that of salt. Some people will salt themselves, take a bit of salt, rub it between hands. Uh, some may sprinkle salt around a ritual location. Others prefer some type of sacred stone. Smoky quartz is an example of something that has been used for earth cleansing. I like working with a broom for earth cleansing. And for indoor space, uh, clearing away energetically um, and physically a space is a good preparation. Outside, if I'm up um, at one of our ceremonial sites and there might be some dried leaves or other things that have happened during the course of a storm, clearing away those sticks and those um, extra things that aren't needed. Um, an important part of doing earth cleansing and preparation for ritual at a space. For one's own physical body, it's important to experience one's physical body in a healthy and clean space. And certainly one can 
do cleansing, physical cleansing of oneself in a variety of different ways. Certainly taking a ritual bath and often some kind of bath salts are added to the bath or being in a shower and using soap and scrubs to just let go of any dirt, debris on your actual physical body. All of these are important parts of this pinnacle of spiritual cleansing. Water, in addition to being used to wash our hands, wash our bodies, wash our hands, wash our clothing as part of preparations for spiritual activity, water can help cleanse ourselves and the area where we're going to be doing ritual emotionally. Some people like taking salt, a symbol of earth, and adding it to one or more types of water, um, have spring water, well water, or tap water as a way of bringing earth and water together as a cleansing activity. Some find it helpful to ritually wash one's hands and as one experiences emotional release. Running water and having hands as a symbol of what we use to move through our activities and as we have water flow over our body, emotionally we direct that flow to release sadness, confusion, stress, other negative emotions that could interfere with the spiritual practice or activity. Air, well, breathing is a, something that is essential to life. And we can literally use our breath as a cleansing tool. When we talk about the mental realm, it typically is associated with forms of air cleansing. Not only our breath, but we can use the air around us. Some like to go out into fresh air as part of the way of clearing one's mind and preparing to do a ritual. Some who do rituals indoors may open a window in the front and at the back of a room and actually let air flow through the ritual space. Another way of working with air as element and as a form of spiritual cleansing is by burning some sacred incense and working with aroma. When we do mental cleansing, we seek to clear our mind from non-essential thoughts to focus our attention and our awareness. Fire is a form of spiritual cleansing. This is energetic cleansing. Cleansing for ourselves, cleansing for space. Now an actual flame may be used in the form of a candle or if one's outdoors and there's a bonfire, there might be dried herbs or special woods that are thrown into the fire as part of a way of energetically cleansing self and the space. Fire also is cleansing with warmth and some like to use rhythms as part of a fire cleansing. We clear away distractions 
we focus our energies in our preparations for the right. And the fifth element, that of spirit, linked with our inner self, our soul. And when we seek to deepen our connection with that divine within that connects us with all that is, some form of spirit dimension cleansing can be helpful. It may take the form of doing some type of chant or toning. Oh. Aum or Om is something that some people find helpful for cleansing, centering, and balancing oneself at a core soul level. Envisioning light, radiant white light of stars, all the colors of the spectrum in the rainbow in perfect harmony, envisioning light within yourself, around yourself. If it's a group ritual, each person attuning to that and also experiencing the shared light of everyone working together to bless the space around and to bless themselves within. One of the real powerful things about spiritual cleansing and why it's helpful for spiritual growth and development is when you include spiritual cleansing as part of your daily routine, as part of daily spiritual practice, as well as part of special occasion spiritual practice. As part of that work, you develop an awareness of energetics rather than going on automatic, you start being more aware of what you intuit about what's happening within yourself, with your, if you're with a group of people for a ceremony, what's happening not only with individuals, but the group energy as a whole, and to have an awareness of the place and the space where your spiritual activities are taking place. Being able to tune in before doing the cleansing work, then in uh, selecting the appropriate spiritual cleansing tool or tools and practices, and then doing the cleansing and doing another check-in. Do you feel complete with this? Are you done? Or do you need to shift to a different method or do it longer? Spiritual cleansing also can help us develop our skills in intentionality. And as one is engaged in the cleansing practice, having that intention front and center in one's consciousness not only enriches and enhances the spiritual cleansing method that one is doing, but it's training one's mind to hold focus and to stay with it. Working with spiritual cleansing also can help us with sustained concentration. And it is a powerful way of transformation. You notice what needs to be fixed, you take action, and then you get results. So it's developing some skills in intention, as well as the manifestation of that intention. Cleansing. Dispelling, clearing, clean, cleansing, 
dispelling, clearing, clean, cleansing, dispelling, clearing, clean. Another chant that can be used as part of spiritual cleansing activities. I find speaking or singing a chant as I am doing spiritual cleansing helps me deepen my focus and keeps me on track and it adds energy of its own. I'd like to share with you some tools and methods for spiritual cleansing. In the chant, cleansing, dispelling, clearing, clean, those words each give a clue as to the process. Engaging in the cleansing. moving away what's not needed, but then you need to get rid of that. You need to dispel it and totally clear the space and then achieving a clear space. A metaphor of physically cleaning a countertop. While you're scrubbing and you're getting dirt off caked off things. So you're doing the cleansing with a rag and now you need to take the dirt that's in the rag and you need to dispel it, let go of it. You need to have what cleansing process you've done be brought to completion and to clear not only the physical stuff, but the aromas, the smells, or whatever that's been associated with the cleansing activity. So you cleanse, you dispel, you clear, and then you achieve a clean state. One of the most powerful and accessible forms of spiritual cleansing is working with one's own breath. Breathing in, breathing out, and doing this in, in a particular pattern. For some people, breathing in, refreshment, dispelling what needs to go. Some will breathe in on a count, breathing in, two, three, four, holding the breath, two, three, four, releasing the breath, two, three, four, and having that breath process be an empty one, two, three, four, and starting back up again. Others find it much easier to just do deep, slow breaths, breathing in and out, breathing in relaxation, dispelling and dissolving away any stress, concerns, cares. Find at least one breathing pattern that you can work with as a spiritual cleansing tool. And I like to have more than one pattern so that if I'm in a stressful situation or some circumstances where what I'm most used to isn't fully effective, then I'm able to shift and and do something additional to really get to that clean space that I seek as I 
prepare to go into a deep meditation or conduct a ceremony. Working with our muscles, contracting them and releasing is another way of dispelling tension and stress and concerns as one prepares to go into a ritual activity. And one way of doing this is to take one part of the body at a time. For example, starting at the toes, tensing the toes, release them, tensing the foot, releasing, tensing ankles, releasing lower legs, releasing upper legs, releasing the torso, tense and then releasing the fingers, tensing and releasing the hands, tensing and releasing the wrist, tensing and releasing lower arms, tensing, releasing upper arms and shoulders, tensing and releasing the neck, tensing, releasing the face, tensing and releasing. So some will work with some system of focusing on different parts of the body. That's just one example. Another technique is to tense all the muscles in one's body at once, hold it for a few moments, and then release. If one's feeling a bit anxious or concerned, this will be a way to help clear away that um, effectively. Working with one's voice has a lot of possibilities for spiritual cleansing. You can do freeform chanting as a way of tuning yourself in to the ritual that is about to happen and to clear away what's not needed. Some people will start low and do a vocalization exercise to just get the voice in shape. But often we're using voice to chant and to chant some words that are connected with the spiritual cleansing activity. You could sing a cleansing song. You could hum just a single note. Or allow the voice to move in a variety of different ways as a free form way of moving voice and sound. And sometimes a chant may come just spontaneously for those who are using vocalizations as a means to enhance spiritual cleansing activities. Movement is one of my favorite ways of doing spiritual cleansing. One of the wonderful ways of doing movement is to dance, to move the body in a free form way moving hands, torso, legs, one can stand in place and that can get the body limbered up and help dispel stress in the body. I have used my hands as a kind of comb over my energy field or what some people would call an aura and move it through, grab up, what seems to be stressors and dispelling them by shaking one's fingers. There are postures that one can take that can be cleansing. 
standing still and moving hands up and around. And as one moves hands in a big circle around, just feeling one together, doing a sacred dance to let go of what does not serve. Moving around a space is another way of doing spiritual activity for of a cleansing type. Some who work in ceremonies clockwise, going around and creating sacred space, may prepare the sacred space by actually going counterclockwise before the ritual starts as symbolic of releasing what is not needed. Having a visual representation of the cleansing that you seek to have happen in a place with oneself using light. Um, it may be a white light of some sort or light of a particular color that one is visualizing. Burning incense to clear a space and to bless oneself and other participants in the ritual is also something that's very common as a spiritual cleansing activity. And there are a variety of forms of incense that one can use. I like using joss sticks because they're lightweight, they're portable, and they're easily extinguished. Some prefer a smudge stick made of dried herbs that have been bound together. Some like to burn dried herbs in some type of incense burner, a thurible or censer. And those who are burning them in the incense burner often will use a self-igniting charcoal block, a special kind of charcoal block, especially when working with gum resins, such as frankincense and myrrh, which provides some heat to allow the aroma and the smoke from the gum resin to be released into the air. If you're gonna be burning incense, it's really important to pay attention to the location where you're doing this. If you're indoors, check out smoke detectors. And if there's others joining you in the ceremonial practice of smudging and cleansing, to have a conversation before you start lighting up the incense. Some people have some allergies to certain types of scents. So it's a good idea if it's gonna be a group ritual that you check on that. And if you're in some type of rental facility or venue that you don't own, and if you don't know what the protocols are, you should check into that. There are non-smoking um, processes and protocols in place in a lot of public rental facilities. Some facilities permit ceremonial flames, actual lit flames for candles and the burning of incense. Others do not. And a lot of that has to do with who uses the space and what um, the smoke detecting system is to help prevent fires and to warn if one happens. If you're going to be burning incense, you may want to have some device to help move the incense around. Some people will use a feather or a feather wand or some other type of wand, a paper wand or a wicker wand. On. Some use a broom to move incense around uh, or some other type of tool. If you're in a place that has some issues regarding having smoke go out into the air, 
an alternative to cleansing with actual burning incense is to take some essential oils and put them on some type of paper fan that you um, move around with your hand. You can release the scent into the air without causing a problem with the smoke detection um, system or the protocols of the place where you're at. Sounding a bell, playing a singing bowl, sounding a chime, that can help clear a space. And when I'm in a circumstance where there's a need to quickly clear a space and not much time to have conversations with others who might be present, I've found sounding a bell or singing bowl really helps clear the space and also lets others present know that some activity is happening. Another way of using sound is using one song hands. One can clap. One can snap fingers. Um, one can use a tool of some type, a sistrum, a rattle, a drum. May want to play a musical instrument. Music is a really wonderful way of helping to clear a space and to do consecration of participants. I'd like to share with you some additional processes. And these may be more involved. Um, for example, if you do ritual bathing as a practice, you may want to set aside a long period of time for the ritual bath to draw the bath water, put some herbs in a cheesecloth or linen or other porous natural fiber container and then let that set into the bath water or make a tea ahead of time, strain out the herbs and then pour the tea into the bath water. One may want to soak in the tub, kindle candles and have the ritual bathing be a ritual in of itself as part of um, preparation for a ritual. It can be its own kind of ritual. Taking on clean sacred garments is another way of preparing for ritual. Decluttering a space and before ritual happens, you may, um, for group ritual, those who are involved in setup, it can be a great bonding experience for those involved with that. And by having that group activity of readying a space, you're also having those taking part ready themselves as well. In that case, clear the space and then do ritual cleansing of all of those who have been involved in decluttering the space, sweeping the space, vacuuming, mopping, washing the space, whatever means you're using for preparing the ritual space for the celebration or festivity. Opening the windows and doors and letting air flow through a space for an internal and um, indoor ceremony can be a useful practice. Or for outside to honor the winds and to dance with the winds and have winds present move around the outdoor ceremonial area. And of course, there are all sorts of devices that can aid with moving air around. Um, some people will have some kind of an electric fan, kindling incense that will circulate 
the incense around the space interior. Some people use some forms of ultraviolet lights um, for air purification. And uh, there are many different ways of clearing space and preparing those for cleansing activities for themselves prior to a ceremony. There are many herbs that have had spiritual cleansing properties over time. I'm gonna share with you now some of my favorite herbs for spiritual cleansing rituals. Rosemary, fresh rosemary can be passed around at the start of a ceremony, having everyone um, rub the fresh rosemary twigs and smelling the leaves and let that wonderful aroma just flow into self and around self. Or dried rosemary can be burned in an incense burner and actually has had a purification association um, for many, many years, burned to disinfect hospitals uh, more than a hundred years ago. It was a go-to herb for actual physical purification as well as spiritual purification. Basil, fresh basil, dry basil, Basil water, bringing water up to a boil, turning off the heat and steeping fresh or dried basil in, straining it off and using that as a wash. Thyme, thyme is actually used in dentistry. Um, the chemical constituents are purifying. So there's a physical dimension to it as well. But thyme has wonderful aromas, can be strewn around a ceremonial circle, um, could be made into a tea, also an excellent cleansing herb. Yarrow, it's a bitter herb, but a powerful herb. Dried yarrow, fresh yarrow can be strewn. Uh, some people will cast dried yarrow stalks and flowers and leaves into a sacred fire. Mugwort is another herb that can be used in many forms and burning mugwort not only can be cleansing, but it also can lift up the vibrations of a sacred area and some people work with mugwort to enhance intuition. Gum resins are wonderful and some of the most ancient incenses that we have. Frankincense and myrrh coming from the Middle East. Copal, which is native um, to Mexico, Central America. Um, and some people equate copal and frankincense, both of which have been linked with the sun and have been burned, fumed as a way of not only cleansing a space, but uplifting the spiritual vibrations of a place. Um, frankincense and copal may take the form of an oil, could be used for anointing. I like um, burning frankincense, actual resin, on self-igniting charcoal blocks, it gets a really wonderful um, cloud of smoke that can be moved around an area. This is especially good for really big areas. Myrrh has been used in medicine for purification. It can be burned as an incense. It can be made into a wash, also a purifying herb. Different types of sages, garden sage, yes, the kind that um, many foods are flavored with, or white sage that grows wild in many places and um, have been used, both types of sages have been used to cleanse space. 
uh, may be part of smudge sticks and smudging ceremonies. Cedar and sweetgrass are two other herbs that have a long history of purification. And we have sandalwood. I usually work with that as a jaw stick and mint. Mint versatile can be made into a tea. I use fresh mint sprigs when they're available to dip into a chalice of water and to sprinkle the water around to bless a space. And those are just a few of the herbs that have cleansing properties. When to do spiritual cleansing? Well, as needed. As part of daily routine, adding a spiritual dimension to things you're already doing. The waning moon and the dark moon are really powerful times for releasing and dispelling, clearing away what needs to be dispelled. But if there is an immediate need, one doesn't have to wait. One can work with cleansing methods um, in response to what is needed. Times of these Sabbaths, the equinoxes, the solstices, the cross quarter days between, and life passages. What are some of the circumstances that benefit from spiritual cleansing? Having it be a regular part of personal practices, taking some time to be centered as well as to dispel what's not needed as one begins a personal practice. It might be journal writing. It might be doing an inner journey, a guided meditation, or simply doing a reflection. Having a regular routine that one does to clear away what's not needed, to be centered, and to proceed with spiritual activity. When you have a routine that you are used to doing, then when there's a need for it, it becomes easier to do so. Cleansing one's altar. Some people will do this at dark moon or new moon every month. Some people prefer the full moon, which is also an option. If one is feeling stuck psychologically, emotionally, energetically, physically, spiritually, what are more ways of just feeling stuck or blocked? Spiritual cleansing work can help bring about a momentum to not only clear away what is not needed to allow progress to happen, but it is a real powerful way of giving yourself self-suggestion of moving forward. Home blessing. This can be done on an ongoing basis, or if you're relocating, do a cleansing after you've moved things out of your old home do a cleansing before you move things into the new home. But home blessing and cleansing connected with it also is useful to do when any type of remodeling is going on or adding on an addition. Gardening, clearing away debris after a long winter, uh, getting rid of dead wood, in the springtime, something that not only has the pragmatic dimension, but the idea of working with the garden starts a momentum, clearing away the old to make room for new growth. Spiritual cleansing can be very helpful 
as a response to hearing bad news, experiencing loss, having conflict, or if there's been a heated argument in a space after that has reached some type of conclusion to literally clear the air, sound a bell, burn some incense, um, can really help change the dynamic. Cleansing as a way of de-stressing of dispelling anxiety, dispelling depression. Not a substitute for a therapist or other type of professional help if one's in a depression that's been going on for a couple of weeks, an extended depression or a deep depression, but certainly as part of the stressors of day-to-day -day life, doing some spiritual cleansing work is really helpful for one's own mental health and can be used in connection with work with a counselor or a therapist as well. Some therapists, myself included, um, will do some cleansing work, usually through visualization, as part of dealing with challenges and stressors that are brought to a session. Creating sacred space for a celebration, a ritual, for a meditation. If there's a group of people involved, being able to work together to do that. One way that I've had this happen is to pass some incense around at the start of the ceremony where people are blessing themselves as well as the space immediately around them. And then we as a group go and bless the space and ourselves together. There are really important processes to do um, for spiritual cleansing. If there's been a death in one's home or in a location where you are there, at the time of death or immediately after, it is a traditional practice to do a cleansing in some way. And a lot depends on how the death happened and what the dynamics are of the people who are immediately impacted. Being able to open windows is an old folk custom and letting not only the air, fresh air move through the space, but it's symbolic of the soul of the departed being free and moving into another dimension. Cleansing can also be done as part of reorganizing. A cleansing in ritual as you might be organizing files on your computer or and file cabinets, paper files. Um, certainly, it, cleansing can benefit a variety of life activities. So what's some follow-up that you can do as a result of learning about different methods of spiritual cleansing, um, different reasons for spiritual cleansing, working with different tools. Well, first of all, call to mind and if possible, make a list of the kinds of spiritual cleansing you're already familiar with. What are things that you already do? And a list of spiritual cleansing tools that you already have at hand and that you work with. Develop several approaches to spiritual cleansing. Some ones that you're already familiar with, if you do have some um, that are go-tos, but to experiment with some new forms of spiritual cleansing. If you're used to burning incense, but have never used a rhythm instrument, for example, and you like rhythm instruments, then 
in addition to working with the incense, also do some cleansing with shaking a sistrum or playing a rattle, or you may want to sound a gong or a bell of some kind as an additional way of doing cleansing. I think it's important too, as a takeaway from this podcast workshop on spiritual cleansing, to find some spiritual cleansing practice you can do on a daily basis. And that can be as simple as sitting quietly and taking three slow, deep breaths to center yourself and shift your consciousness to preparing for meditation. Having spiritual tools available and accessible is also an important thing. I like having my go-to tools as part of my personal altar. Some like to keep cleansing tools in a particular cabinet or box or on a shelf. Find a way that you, if you have an immediate need to do spiritual cleansing, that you don't have to spend a bunch of time trying to locate the tool. Do some journaling. Make a note of what kind of spiritual cleansing work you're doing. Make notes of what you try and how it works for you. And as you take part in spiritual activities that are done by others, pay attention to what kinds of spiritual cleansing work happens. Typically, when I do group ritual, I do my own personal cleansing practice even before I go to the ritual site. Then I join with others to cleanse the site and do cleansing of ourselves individually and collectively. We do the ceremony and then at the end, signaling the end, We'll do something to thank the space and the participants. Often I'll um, do some kind of benediction or sound a bell if I'm facilitating the ceremony that brings closure to the ritual and taking a few moments at the end of the ritual to sense the area and sense those who are present. Um, ideally, a ritual that or other spiritual practice that people take part in benefits and really uplifts and enhances well-being for those involved and impacted. But should there be a need for some additional support, it's good to pause and just check that out before you totally bring closure to everything. I celebrate spiritual cleansing as part of daily life, as part of life transitions, as part of the ceremonies of sun and seasons, of the moon, of life passages. And in doing spiritual cleansing, I recognize that practices that are rooted in nature spirituality also have much in common with spiritual practices of cleansing across different spiritual and religious and philosophical traditions. We give thanks to the divine as one and as many and invite the divine to be in us and with us to guide us in our spiritual studies and practices and to guide us in spiritual cleansing and transformation. Circle of nature around us. Circle of nature within us. Circle of nature informs us, circle of nature guides us. Thank you all 
for being part of Circle of Nature. For more information about spiritual practices, you can find information at the Circle Sanctuary website, circlesanctuary.org. You can connect with us on social media. You can connect with me on social media, Selena Fox Updates on Facebook, Selena underscore Fox on Twitter, Selena Fox on Instagram. And yes, Circle Sanctuary and I um, each have YouTube channels with a lot more information. And be sure to check out our whole range of podcasts for Circle Sanctuary Network podcasts that have links in the archives at the circlesanctuary.org website. Thanks for tuning in. Bright blessings.